so delightful. Mm. Everything you do is delightful. Oh, you're so sweet. It's the Married with Channels podcast. Hi, I'm Moose. I'm Jody. Hi, we're married. We are. We just got married about 15 years ago. <laughs> 15? Uh, 2007, this is 23, so 16. Coming up on... Coming up on 16. Yeah. Bad. Really, you going to hold me to that? No. 15 in a couple months? Sure. There we go. You got it. Seems like yesterday. Does it? Yeah. Sometimes. It doesn't feel like 15. No. No, I don't think so. Does it feel like 150? I think you still look <laughs> as young as you did when we got married. Aww. I'm not even blowing smoke. Like, Aww. I don't see you aging. Like, even if I see a little gray in your hair, it doesn't really register. Aww. Not, it's not like I'm in denial or I'm superimposing some other chick on you. <laughs> But you do look Well, that's young. good. That's good to know. Thanks. Still look like a young spring hottie. Aw, thank you, love. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. You're still just as handsome. Thank you. And if you were ever killed by a uh, Linda Cardellini in a car with James Marsden in a Mustang, I would be devastated. Oh, yes. Same. Same. That's called a segue, people. Uh, as we're talking about Dead to Me. Yeah. The Netflix show. Um... The final episodes is what the poster touted for the third season. Yeah. And this is the show that I think when it started, people were kind of talking about it, mm-hmm. but then people stopped talking about it. But the show continued three seasons and arguably three very filled, tight three seasons. You know, I don't know if there's any wasted space there. Yeah. There's no kind of slow, like, oh, that was dragging out too long or anything like that yeah mm-hmm. and for those who don't know the concept uh we've and i should know the episode but we've covered dead to me before on previous episodes of married with channels mm-hmm. so you can go back and check out our initial impressions they'll probably line up with our final impressions as it aired its final season um this tightly wound mom widow um forms a relationship with a free-spirited we'll say wavy gravy type of uh lady and she's got a dark secret and you know but basically she killed the widow's husband yeah she accidentally yeah hits him with her car and that's oversimplifying Mm -hmm. dramatically because there's a lot of stuff in there nuances and Mm -hmm. but uh they become fast friends and you know it Basically ends with uh, Linda Cardellini's character, you know, fighting cancer and ultimately succumbing. But it's just one of those things like a very good show about friendship. There's mm-hmm. obviously some drama and trauma, mm-hmm. but um, how things aren't pretty. Friendships aren't pretty. And they're complicated. Yeah, I would I would say that general theme is there. Friendship, forgiveness is kind of in there. Sure. You know, complex relationships. and. Kind of how people are intertwined, you know? Yeah. And it was very well done. You know, each episode's about a half hour, so it's an easy, you know, thing to chew on. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pull aside two hours every night or whatever. Sure. But uh, the only thing that kind of bothered me, <clears throat> excuse me, is the main, the lead detective mm-hmm. was not, I don't understand how she became so sympathetic to Christina Applegate's character. Yeah. So, to the point where she was like helping her hide her crimes, you know? Yeah. It, it didn't, it didn't really, 
and maybe I'm missing a moment, but it didn't jibe with her character, at least when she was introduced. She's a by-the-book, ball-breaking, hard-nosed cop, mm -hmm. detective. And it didn't really jibe that she would be helping out this, you know, middle-class mom mm -hmm. hide a body, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that didn't really, I didn't really understand that. Kind of her motivation to, to be, to turn. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I thought the show was good. I thought it was good. I thought, you know, there's some funny, lighthearted moments in there. Mm -hmm. It was a good, good character thing. Sometimes for me, it got a little bit cheesy. In moments, there was a little bit like, oh, come on. Really? Sometimes, this is yeah. a little ridiculous, you know? Yeah. Um, But there was always that element of like, are they going to get caught? You know, is this person going to get caught for what they did, you right. know, or, or are they going to think it's this person? You know, there's always kind of that element of surprise kind of there, but. And, and there was a little bit of soap opera moments. Yeah. Like the whole dead guy's brother, his twin brother. Yes. You know, that's so, <laughs> that's so general hospital. -ish. Yes, totally. And, you know, I'll forgive him for that, but it just kind of felt like, well, we got James Marston. And we can't just have them for three episodes. Sure. So let's make make the twin. It worked. It's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> and sometimes I get a little annoyed with the teenage son. Yes. Of uh, Jen. Yeah. Christina Applegate's character. He was annoying, but maybe that's how teenage boys are. I don't know. She she would say, "I'm sorry, Charlie's a dick." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> About her own son. Yeah. Do you when you watch stuff like this? And other shows, movies, where there's a teenage character that's being a, just a major asshole. Mm -hmm. Do you think of like, because our kids in about a year or two, getting into the teenage years, do yeah. you get a little worried? Do you get a little like, ooh, is it going to be like that? I don't. Am I going to be calling my kid a dick? <laughs> Time will tell. Right? Uh, I don't get worried when I watch fictional characters. I get worried when I see the tween sass going on. Like, oh yeah. boy, how's this going to go in a few years? Yeah. <laughs> that, I, that probably scares me more. I see that stuff and I get a little, uh, I get a little worried. Yeah. But um, we'll see. <laughs> we shall see. But Dead to Me, three seasons, I, I, I recommend it. Yeah. I think people should check it out. Absolutely. You know, I found myself, you know, kind of, laughing at moments and it had, had a good cast you know the i think it was one of ed asner's last roles before he passed yeah. he's always a delight yep um and uh, you know there was some laughing some crying i know the last episode you know she's driving in that mustang jen is mm -hmm. and they show judy in the passenger seat mm -hmm. theoretically judy just died and then they cut back to Jen, then they cut to the wide shot, and Judy's not there anymore. Mm -hmm. So she was obviously, you know, talking to herself, mm -hmm. a la the ghost of Judy. Sure. But, yeah, that was kind of, oh. Yeah, I got a little teared up with the paper crane scene, just seeing all those. Oh, and, yeah. and she made some kind of comment, like, you know, I think she's here, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, like little signs from the universe that that person is still kind of with you. It was just really sweet. And I like how they brought it back at the end, kind of how it started with the uh, um, support group. Yeah, the grief support the group. Grief support that was group. great. Yeah, yeah. And Jen's there with her newborn daughter. There's a bunch of spoilers, by the way. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'll put that in the notes. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I thought they, I liked, they ended it well. Yeah. It was a good ride. Yep. 
easy peasy done. Yeah, and they didn't drag it out too long. Right. You know, like, yeah, like that was just about right for the story and the yeah. storylines and the characters and their kind of stuff, you know? Agreed. Yeah. All right. So Dead to Me. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Check it is a it recommend. Out. Yeah. Check it out now. And now we move on to something from overseas and Ricky Gervais. This is a show that I've I've seen a couple clips on Twitter, maybe YouTube, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. Like, I'll play a clip from Afterlife. This is, I think, the very first episode. Um, I should set up the show, though. He is a widower. There's a lot of widow widowering. Yes, there is here. Through. Yeah. It's the widow episode. I guess. We don't watch all sad TV, but no. here you go. No, but <laughs> uh, he is a widower. His wife recently passed from cancer. He is suicidal, has really no inclination to deal with people and put up with people and society anymore. So he's just going to do, say, whatever. Mm -hmm. He's going to like, call call people out for their bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like some, there's a couple of scenes where coworkers, he says like, you know, you look like Shrek, you know, <laughs> you eat like a fat slob or something like that. You yeah. know? And in one scene, he's uh, walking by a, a playground, a, a school and his nephew George is there. And then this other kid and, and mind you, Ricky Gervais's character, Tony is just walking by. He's not instigating any trouble mm -hmm. with the kids or flipping anybody off. But this, this little plump red-haired kid says, yells something at him. Pedo! What? Pedo! I'm not a pedo. And if I was, you'd be sacred, tubby little ginger cunt. <laughs> <laughs> pedo being a pedophile. Oh, uh, my. <laughs> so there's an example of, like, the character. He doesn't care. He's going to yeah. say what he wants. Yeah. Not going to put up with bullshit. And much like Dead to Me, it's kind of... It has its heartwarming moments, like especially when he goes to visit his dead wife's grave. Yeah. And he's connected with this widow who visits her husband's grave mm -hmm. and they form a friendship. And, and you know, the travails of life after grief. Absolutely. Life after death, I guess you could say. Yeah. And how you kind of move through that process. Yeah. You know? And I get the feeling afterlife is basically just, and it's written and directed by Ricky Gervais. It's just a way for him to just say wild shit yeah and justify it because well that's what the character would say absolutely you know because yeah we, we know ricky gervais likes to yeah say what he wants sure sure but, yeah uh, i would kind of agree with that like this is an outlet for that yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, do you, what do you think of afterlife jody i like it too i like the nice sweet tender moments you know his, his wife had recorded messages for him yeah and i like you know that was really heartwarming yeah. and nice and and then yeah the funny is in there and then you know he he also has life challenges that kind of come along not just his grief you know over her death you know there are other things too he starts to kind of get close to people and then one of them passes and so you know life kind of goes on for everybody and you know he's kind of stuck in his own bubble of pain mm -hmm. um but, you know, it's kind of nice to see him kind of see other humans and what they're carrying around, yeah. too. You know, I think it was profound for him when he he uh, started doing drugs with uh, Julian. Yes. The, he's an addict who is supposed to deliver the newspapers that he works for out to, you know, wherever they go. But he just ends up throwing them away and mm -hmm. using the money to buy drugs. But anyway, Tony, being somebody who doesn't care, is like, yeah, here. 
here's 40 bucks. Buy me some crack. Mm-hmm. I want to smoke some crack. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, ends up getting high with him a couple times. And this Julian character, you know, um, how I put this, wants to like just have the big, fat, huge high. Well, he's grieving as well. Yeah. He lost someone close to him as well. They're yeah. both going through kind of a similar yeah. journey with grief and loss. So Yeah, and Tony gives him enough money to buy a shitload of drugs. Yeah. And Julian ends up overdosing. And yeah. I think that affected Tony because, you know, that's him. And also he maybe feels a little guilt. Yeah. Like maybe he went a step too far in I can do what I want, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Because I gave this guy money to buy all this these drugs and he used that money to buy the drugs, mm-hmm. ultimately, you know, overdosing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's like enabling to the hundredth degree. Absolutely. So it seems like he kind of pivots a little bit, maybe has a new realization of things. Mm-hmm. But um, it'll be interesting to see where season two goes. Yeah. Um, I believe there's only two seasons of this show, maybe three. Yeah, because I think this season ends with him kind of coming out of a deep, dark well of despair. Yeah. And maybe you start to see little signs of life again. Yeah. And maybe hope, you know. And he's, he's starting to come back to life. Yeah. Yep. So, and, you know, I'm sure there's setbacks along the way, as there is with anyone's grief yeah. journey and going through all that process. And there will always be things that you bump up against with that. But, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And, yeah, I'm kind of excited to see where it goes. This this was really sad for me at times. Like, yeah. you know, you you kind of picture this man who truly loved his wife. They had a great marriage, a great relationship, and, you know, a great life together. And so it gets kind of sad and heavy sometimes for me to, to see I know. that struggle. You it know? makes you think of, you know, losing the person you love. Yeah. You know, and if... You know, if Becky died on me, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> uh, yeah. I deal with feelings with humor. Yes. No. Just got too real for you, didn't it? No. Uh, I, <laughs> we all know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the lady to my left. Oh. But it, yeah, it, it, it makes you think about things. Maybe have an appreciation for your loved one, your significant other. More so than you normally do, but. Yeah, and you know, his wife, when she records those messages for him, it, it's. It's kind of directions, little directives for him for after she's gone, you know, what what she wants him to do with yeah. his life going forward without her, you know. And yeah. I just think oh, that's so sweet and sad at the same time, you know, and yeah, probably took courage for her to say some of those things and, you know. And I, you know, we're leaving out the, uh, the part about his father. Mm. It's not a huge part of the show, but. I can definitely relate. Mm-hmm. You know, he goes to visit his father, who's obviously in the throes of dementia, Alzheimer's. Yes. I think he said Alzheimer's, didn't he? I think so, yes. Which I'm dealing with with my dad. And boy, I I know, like, those visits, you know, are pretty, pretty, pretty spot on. Yeah. Um, You go and you try and talk to the person. And granted, it depends on what stage of Alzheimer's. But mm-hmm. it seems like my dad and his dad are in pretty close progression of progression yeah. of the disease and mm-hmm. it's it's it, so that's obviously something i can latch on to yeah but i wonder if that'll also come into play in the second season because he's starting to get back into life he asked the one nurse out on a date mm-hmm. they seem to be hitting it off so you gotta you gotta feel like okay some 
some shoe's going to drop. Yeah. And I wonder if it'll be his dad. Sure. You know, and that'll bring, it, bring him back into a hopelessness. Well, and you can probably speak to this too, but losing someone to that disease is a constant state of grief. It's like they're not dead, but they're not them. So yeah. you're grieving the loss of what you once had with that person. Always. Yeah, and, no. And, and every once in a while, you get a little kernel of who they used to be. Every once in a while, they have a memory or they know who you are or, you know, fill in the blank. So it's just like enough to kind of um, almost start grief all over again every time, Yeah, you know? It very much is. It is an ongoing grief, grieving process. And I've talked to other people who've gone through this, like, and they have validated that feeling as a, you know, a loved one who, whose parent, whatever's going through Alzheimer's, that it's okay to feel like, I would almost feel relieved when they die. Yeah. Because that grief will be f like, we can Final. put a cap on Over. it and now I can process it finally. Yeah. So, yeah, it's an ongoing thing. And I wonder how that will play into the show, if at all. Like, will, when his father passes, which I'm guessing he will mm -hmm. before the show's done shooting, mm -hmm. you know, will he be relieved or will it send him deeper into yeah. some grief? And, you know, one way's not right or more right. Than the other sure it's we'll just see yeah so sad shows lots of I know, grief I was topics just thinking, <laughs> it's the happy-go-lucky widow widower uh, episode yeah sorry everyone is there anything so, is there any bright side we can bring up here like a like kernel of like smile i mean we're watching below deck sailing yacht yeah our guilty pleasure how about that yeah we uh yeah, we're all in on the Below Deck franchise now, aren't we? We're watching all of them. We're, we're like halfway through Sailing Yacht, <laughs> and I'm thinking, maybe we'll check out that adventure show. I know, right? I was going to ask that. Is that next? Because we're all in on that franchise here. I yeah. know. It is like the only reality show we've watched oh, in Oh, gosh. Years. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah. And that's reality show, right? Is that kind of yeah, that's, that? that's technically reality. Yeah. Okay. Know. No, mm -hmm. any, no reality shows like real? Real, yeah. Nobody just sets up a camera and says, you guys just do your things. Yeah. We're just going to videotape it. Totally. But uh, yeah, we're watching Sailing Out. And that, you know, that's the usual drama and the beautiful ocean vistas. And and youth. Hooking and up with youth. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. You get on a boat with somebody for eight hours and it's just like, well, I'm going to hump them. After like three weeks, like... I love this person. Yeah. And I, then the next week, I hate this yeah, yeah. person and I'm stuck on a boat with them. No, but it's more like, oh, I wonder what private school we're going to send our kids to <laughs> after three weeks. And like you said, then a week later, it's like this asshole. Yeah. We've been together a whole 14 days. Usually it goes like, it's the end of the season and I don't know how this is going to work out. We're just going to probably go our separate ways. So it's like, yeah, you had a boat mance. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag boat mance. Yeah, for like six weeks. We brought some levity. We did. Sweet. I think that's going to do it. That'll be it. Right? Yeah. It's the Married with Channels podcast. We appreciate you listening. We'll be back next week. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Married with Mary W. Chance, two N's. Share, tell your friends. Absolutely, subscribe and all that stuff. And until next time, I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.